Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are going in and talking about the 27 Club. Don't know what that is? Well, you will know all about it today. A bit of a trigger warning. I don't know what's going to come up. We are going to be talking about overdoses, uh, death by suicide, possible suspicious death. I'm going to be attempting to connect with mediumship, so I don't know what's going to come up. So this episode is perhaps not for little ears or if you're feeling a little sensitive energetically today. But first, hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. So you're very pumped. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you know, actually, the idea was given to me by one of the members of the discussion groups. I cannot remember for the life of me which group it was. <laughs> right. And if I said a group, I know I'm going to get it wrong. Right. But I, I looked into the, the topic of the 27 Club, which is real. it really is fascinating to me. And let me just tell you what it is. Now, a lot of people do know what this is already, but if you I don't. I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know? I did not oh, okay. know. Mm-mm. Okay. So I had heard of it, but I wasn't like too sure on exactly what it was, but basically it was a group of musicians who died at a very young age, the age being 27, in the peak of their careers. The club was formed in, from 1969 to 1971. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's four original members of this club. Out in, you know, obviously, it's not a real club, metaphorical club. Okay, So you have Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones, who died on July 3rd, 1969. You have Jimi Hendrix, September 18, who died September 18, 1970. Janis Joplin, who died October 4, 1970. And it concludes with Jim Morrison of The Doors, who died on July 3, 1971. Now, that is considered to be the, the club. Now, I don't think they called it the 27 And they were club. all 27. And they were all 27. That's the whole right. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they all died at 27. Yeah, exactly. They all died at age 27. Right, not 28, not 26. All were 27. And two actually died on the same day, Brian Jones and Jim Morrison, different years, but the same day of July 3rd. Now, looking this up, there's many musicians who died before them, this this time period of 1969 to 1971. And there's many musicians who have died after this time period, most notably after, most before, sorry, was Robert Johnson, who was a blues guitarist, died in 1938. He was 27? 27. Oh, wow. But you could go through a whole list and find more people that were in the music industry that died at 27. And then after uh, 1971, you have Kurt Cobain, of course. Most people know who Kurt Cobain was, Nirvana. He died April 5th, 1994. And Amy Winehouse, most people know who she was. Even I knew the rehab song. She died July 23rd, uh, 2011. And we're going to be talking about them as well. Yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to take all, except for, I think, Robert Johnson, who we couldn't find too much information on. We're going to take the four... Original members of the club, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, and we're going we're gonna to try to figure out all of them today. Okay. All of them. Let's do it. Um, but I just want to note that it wasn't – the club actually didn't form in like the early 70s. You mean the name of it? The name of it. Mm-hmm. And People, the notoriety of and it? And the notoriety of it. it That's actually, what you're saying. Yes. Because the notoriety of came when uh, Kurt Cobain died. And I can explain that maybe when we get to Kurt Cobain. Okay. And that's when people were like, hey, wait a second. Yeah, this is the This 27. is a little weird. Yeah. Okay. This is a little weird. I mean, people thought it was weird after Morrison died, mm-hmm. but really got weird after Kurt Cobain. But again, there's th- I have theories on this stuff. And just, I personally, <laughs> like, I've always known of these artists. I was never a fan. So... You'll have to fill me in on yeah. the details, but I like that better that I don't know a ton about the artists aside from possibly like their greatest hits or something. Right. I don't know a lot about them personally. Okay. So, well, so I'm, yeah. Yeah. And again, when I'm, when I did the research on all these and I didn't know either, by the way, I'm not like, I'm not like a walking encyclopedia <laughs> of musicians from the 1970s. Right. <laughs> I had to look it up myself. Um, you know, I came to a, con- I came to a more 3d conclusion, mm-hmm. but I think, you know, I'm going to, I'm. And again, we don't know what's going to happen today because you're going to attempt mediumship on all these people. Right. And I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep an open mind during it and we'll, and we'll see where it goes. I know there, you know, that we definitely can tie this some maybe into start with like numerology, number 27. Yeah. So there's two things that are, th- I think are really interesting about the 27 club. One, the number 27 and two, something astrological. But let's start with the number 27. So I wrote the angel numbers book and 27, the way I interpret it is about the life plan. 
Um, it's about aligning your life plan with your soul plan. And it's about reflecting and considering what you want in life versus what you think you should do. So 27 for me, when I consulted in that manner, in that celestial realm is really about thinking, what am I doing with my life? What's going on? What, what's happening here? And I feel like that's the age that a lot of us do have those moments. And so I think it's kind of crazy. Like I got chills when I'm like, oh, let me, 27, like that's what that means, life plan and planning out the rest of your life and really thinking about it, which can truly stress people out. Yeah. All right. And then the second thing is something called the Saturn return. Now I am not an astrologist. (laughs) I think it's super cool and I love astrology, but so I'm going to explain this just very simply. And, um, we've all gone through it. So the Saturn return is basically according to astrology, the reason why you have kind of like a a freak out in your late (laughs) twenties. So we all, and I was thinking about that because when I was 27, I literally went crazy. Like I I was pregnant with Brie. That's when I walked out of my job and never went back. I had a total life crisis. You were like, Hey Meg, are you okay? Like there, I went through it too. I think a lot of us have gone through something around that age. And according to astrologers, it's because of this thing called the the Saturn return. So Saturn is takes about, I don't know, like 27 to 30 years from the day you were born Ah. to return back to its original natal chart placement. And Saturn is like the taskmaster planet. So depending, and this is, you can look this up in your own birth chart. Okay. Okay, I know how you feel. (laughs) I believe this stuff. Okay. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Okay. So Two two holes here first. Okay. Of all. Okay. So twenty seven to thirty, but all these people died at twenty seven. And then basically what you're telling me is because Saturn is in the spot where it was when I was born, my life becomes a mess. Yeah, so Saturn, when it just, I am not an astrologer, but as it comes back to the your natal chart original placement, okay, it can disrupt a lot of things, and it's. It's really about acknowledging and understanding and processing like where you're at at life and it's about adulting and and it's Saturn's associated with like a lot of personal responsibility and being a responsible figure in your life and kind of just that adult figure you feel like you need to be but you're not there yet. Okay, and I know you probably can't answer this and I know there's probably a million astrologers oh, out there. Oh, they're all listening. like, "Oh, we can tell you everything about it." Yeah, but, and it depends where it is in your house, too. Okay. You can go check that to see where exactly it can bother you. Why would where a planet is in in space decide what I'm going to do on Earth? We can't help you with your distrust of astrology, but we can tell you that it's a pretty weird coincidence that between 27 and 30 is when you, a lot of people have kind of like these life crises. How am I going to grow up? I mean, you moved back home, I think, at that time. So, and you were not a happy camper. I remember you at 27, like you moved back home. That can also be, (laughs) but that could also be the age that our society has set up in, in the Western world, by the way. Of course. Where, you know, like after you go to college maybe, and then you're like in your mid-20s and you flip a few pizzas for a few it, years. Yes. But why is it like that? Why did a society set it up like that? Why does it happen that's to just be Western like that? Society. I don't know. Right. But yeah. why, why is it like that? In, that's true. But yeah. why is it like that in the first place? Yeah. You know, maybe okay. the, I mean, the plant, you could go, you, the chicken or the egg thing here. I, look, I believe a lot of things. <laughs> You know, the number thing is actually a little more interesting to me, but I don't know with Saturn being oh a my certain gosh. spot. You're going to get all the astrologers yeah, oh, coming for you. No, no. I'm going to get... I think it would be really cool, and I can't do it because I don't see... Like, to see where your Saturn placement is, so, my... <laughs> like, at 27 or whatever, and see, like, how it affected you because... Yeah. Well, I was already impacted already because I was born at 1110, <laughs> not 1111, and so that already so threw anyway, so for that's me, a, it's off. But that's a huge theory with the 27 Club. Okay. When I was looking into Sat- it, they were like, oh, returns. it's the Saturn return. Yeah, and I, they were just extremely affected by it. And a lot of them, and we're going to talk about drugs and addiction and things like that. But why do we why do we self-medicate to avoid, you know, to avoid things? So avoid okay. thinking about a, a void. Right. Okay. I mean, and I've heard that theory. And I, when I was doing the research, a lot of people did bring up the Saturn return. Okay. So it's not just you. And, no, no, no. Um, this is... This yeah, is, so it's a, it's a common thing. This has thing. been out yes, there. Yes, it is. It is. 
mainstream for mm-hmm. this. It's not out of the, it's not abnormal. Right. Not but that's changed. not my specialty. So I'm going to be looking at like auras and trying to connect mediumship. Right. Now, usually with mediumship, I have to say this because I've said this before. It's hard for me to connect unless I have um, a link. Like, so if Jim Morrison's sister were here or something, that would be like so much easier for me because he's talking to her. But um, because these are such public figures, I was already looking at their photos and stuff, getting it all. And I was like, well, there's a lot of energy here because they still exist in their music, which okay. is, I'm going to talk so, about so that. This could, so we're saying it might not be the easiest task for you to connect to these people. Yeah. Some people you might not be. And again, we don't know this yet. I don't because know. Because we haven't done I haven't it. attempted, but the pictures gave me a lot of right. vibes. So there could be some people that are, you connect with a little bit more, a little mm-hmm. bit less. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to do an ad. When we come back, we're going to take Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Your hair is looking awfully, particularly extra luxurious today. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a couple bathrooms in the house that are off limits to me, but I've been sneaking <laughs> in and I stole your pros. That's where the pros went. Yeah. Haven't you noticed my hair is softer, smells much better, and is stronger? <laughs> I have noticed that. <laughs> Well, you know that Pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. They asked me amazing questions that completely surprised me, like my zip code and how much I exercise, how much water I drink. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros also has a review and refine feature. It lets me tweak my formulas for any reason like change of address, hair color, or my diet. And as a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've ever had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash aura. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash aura for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So let's get started. We're going to start with Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. And again, I'm going to take the more logical perspective here. Basically, you know, all these guys and, and females did drugs and alcohol abuse and all that stuff. And I'm just going to basically say, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all of the theory that, that it just happens to be 27. It was a coincidence. They were all doing heavy drugs. They lived their hard. Careers. They lived hard. Of course they died. You know, of they course. had limitless resources right. to fund this exactly. lifestyle. Okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. So the first one we take is Brian Jones, the Rolling Stone, July 3rd, 1969 is the day he died. Um, he actually was the one that gave the Rolling Stones their name. So, you know, he created the name the Rolling Stones. Didn't get along too well with the band. And in, in fact, Keith Richards, who's, I don't know if he's the most famous member of the band, probably Mick Jagger is, but Keith Richards is also pretty famous. He actually, like, I think he stole his girlfriend. Oh, God. Like that, yeah. Um, obviously, heavy drinking, having heavy drugs. Uh, after Keith Richards... Stole his lady, you know, he kind of got depressed, went, you know, kind of withdrew within himself. I think he moved out to some farm or something. Oh, okay. Uh, and, they, and he parted way with the Rolling Stones June of 1969. So he got out of that band really early. Obviously. So he started it and then left it? He, yeah, he kind of like, yeah, he started it, one of the co-founders, mm-hmm. and he left it. Okay. You know, and obviously we know the Stones, I think, are still touring today so he left it like uh 50 years early wow interesting um do you have his colors by the way So yeah i have as a picture um i guess like the like a 27 um he he his aura and you know he's passed and i never knew him so this is just me giving you what i'm getting um he is yellow and green which is a really off combo and there's purple in there too. And there's no way, I guess what I'm trying to say is he feels like a difficult person <laughs> and he feels like somebody who was very self-serving in a lot of ways. And he actually, he feels very, very smart. 
Um, what's interesting to me is when I look at him, I don't get a feeling it, it's different than the other people we're going to be talking about. Uh, okay. So when I do mediumship and I read it, energetically read a photo, I can tell overdose feels a certain way and accidental death feels a certain way. And it's somebody else's fault feels a certain way or death by suicide feels a certain way. This guy feels like it's somebody else's fault. And, okay. uh, and, and I, I, a hundred percent like that's what i get off his picture he didn't want to die i feel like he had other plans i feel like he was somebody who was too too invested in vengeance or like i'm gonna show them or something yeah that could be to to take to to do anything to mess that up and you know Addiction's a terrible affliction. Don't get me wrong. And I am not an expert on that or anything, but he has less of an addict vibe. So I know there's, I don't know how this, it's just what I'm getting people. So I don't want to like trigger anybody, but I get like various levels of addiction with people. And some people it's like, oh man, they love it. You know, they are just in it. He feels like he's more playing at it and definitely more than you should be. But at the same time, I don't know, like he's got more love for life than a love for drugs or something okay and that, and that is interesting because yeah i don't think he meant i don't think he wanted to die on july 3rd 1969 either because doing a little research he was actually forming another it's interesting you said That's revenge interesting. because he was actually forming another band oh wow trying to form another band to compete yeah. with the rolling stones and keith richards yeah that was and his, get them back see that was his drug yeah. like that was his intensity yeah. like that was his thing he latched on to like like people like that, like they live on the pulse of things and drugs can kind of be a little bit of a, all right, taking, you know, wasting time with this, but they really enjoy something like that, like business dealings and, and kind of getting ahead, getting back at people or whatever, yeah. M- business stuff more than the drugs. Like, okay. cause they, cause he's, he knows like, like, and so there's something weird. Yeah. Here. And also does, does that also pick up in his colors? Cause you said he's mostly yellow and green. That is that, I, I mean, I don't know, like. Are certain, I assume certain colors are more prone to destructive behaviors. Yeah. And he, I don't know if he's Destructive yellow, to other people. Yeah. And, not, them, and themselves. Right? Of course. But he feels... And he's he's passed, you know, yes. so I don't like to speak ill of those who've gone. But he does not feel like the most easiest person to get along with. He feels like he's very difficult. And he feels like he was a hard person <laughs> to feel compassion oh for gosh. and he just feels like he was in it to win it yeah. like he was in it for himself very intelligent very okay. smart you know i have a picture of him as a little kid he's okay. so cute what colors was he as a little kid the, I, the only picture i found he looks like maybe two maybe three oh, so he is okay. really young which is harder for me to grab an aura but in this one he looks more like yellow purple okay as a kid and so i feel like and he feels like he's got a bit of a he's only three but and this is kind of a weird thing to get off a kid picture, like a chip on his shoulder. Like I, and sometimes people like that, they're like, listen, life's a hustle, you know, like nobody held my hand and I, I can't do that for you. You know, life's a hustle, figure it out. I'm going to hustle. This is how I play the game like that. So something as a little kid, I feel like he learned real quick. Yeah. And I don't know what his childhood was like, but right. I get him learning real quick, like figure it out. Cause nobody's going to figure it out for you. That kind of vibe. And how it feeds into okay. his life. I mean, and there was a lot of mystery surrounding his death. You know, obviously there was drugs in his system. Um, you know, most people say it, it was drugs. Mm-hmm. But there's other theories How did he here. die? Okay, so he died. He was at this, I think he used to live like on a farm when he died. Okay. Uh, by the pool. Some people thought it was an asthma attack, drugs. But then he was with a girlfriend at the time. Okay. And the girlfriend at the time said that, she said he was murdered. Oh, wow. She, oh, she wow. claimed he was murdered. Oh, I got chills. Yeah. Nobody really put much stock into that. But according to your reading, it's possible. Honestly, like my interpretation from this and just like the vibe I get off of his picture is it, somebody else did it. Okay. So, I mean, I'm... You could have been in that's bed my, with other... Who knows, who knows? But my feeling is like... Because it's the same feeling I'll get when it's like somebody else's fault. Okay. Like that. And he feels like pissed about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So maybe there's something to the fact that the, that he was murdered. Yeah. And he, I was, and he did. Yeah. I mean, drugs. obviously we're just project. We don't know. Right. You know, this is our with, with, energetic The hard part with this is that when, when all of these are, when we go through everyone, every one of them, they found dr- some sort of drug in the system. I know. So it's hard to 
I guess the dispute it or defeat. You know what our when- problem is with our culture? Like a second somebody has something in their system, they're like devalued as a human yeah. and they're seen as less than and completely untrustworthy and everything's just like it, it's like anything that is like whatever, drugs, like that becomes the reason for it. And so much can get brushed over because yeah. of that. And that's really sad because good people just get into bad situations or drugs are just such an insidious thing. Anyways. All right. I wonder. All right. So, so I don't girlfriend know. Girlfriend was there and she said he was killed. Oh, really? So and there's something statement. off about it. And from his vibe, like if, if I was reading him for like a family member, I'd be like, you know, there's something to it. Like I couldn't say otherwise yeah. to that. Just the vibe I'm picking up. I mean, not to sound insensitive here, mm-hmm. but it might have been for the best because he <laughs> left the greatest band on earth. Yeah, I know. You just said but, that. But, but no, but think about it. He's got, you talked about how he's got this revenge thing. Oh, yeah. And the Rolling Stones go on to be. The, Maybe one of the greatest bands of all time. Yeah, you know, depending you know on your opinion of them. But could he have lived another fifty years in that shadow? He could, no, I'm it, not even. I think from yeah. his vibe, yeah, they wouldn't have been the best band. He would have tried to dis- totally what's the word usurped them or something. He totally he would have created another band. That yeah, would have been it would have been like a like another band coup. <laughs> Okay. And they and there would have been like a rivalry and maybe they would have just been like tossed off. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. So but I think it would have been a lot more difficult for Rolling Stones. Okay. If he had survived. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it was something. Because I feel like from his perspective, he was winning this. Oh. And he okay. That's why it's so weird to. That's weird. Yeah. I just, that's crazy. It's, it's not that. Because some. How do I explain this? If you know somebody. If, you, if, you, if you've ever loved an addict, which I have, and I feel like a lot of people get it, you know, they. Some. There's a difference. Some that they love it. They love the drug. Like there's this just there's this relationship with the addiction that is the most important relationship. He doesn't have that feeling. Yeah. His relationship is with power. His relationships with like making it, proving it, hustling, making a point. That's his relationship. Drugs were just rec- feel to me. I feel like they were kind of more recreational. Okay. All right. If it, so we're off to an interesting start here. Yeah. Um, already my theory is getting a little bit knocked down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right, Jimi Hendrix is our next one. Okay. Um, maybe, you know, September 18th, he died September 18th, 1970. He is considered by some to be the most influential guitarist of all time. You know, he's maybe there's no one ever been better on a guitar than Jimmy Hendrix. Again, yeah. of course, that's an opinion, but it's possible that he is the greatest of all time. I mean, our, people could argue that, but not, nonetheless, um, Jimmy, ch- tough childhood, um, very poverty, mm-hmm. um, family life w- was horrific. I uh, I think I even read somewhere that he, you know, before he even got a guitar, he was practicing with a broom. That's so sad. Yeah, real sad life um, as a as a child, uh, poverty, and he dies of a drug overdose in the city of London. He was staying with a girlfriend again. There's always there always seems to be a significant other well, with that, them too, but but oh, they're probably yeah. never alone either. Yeah. I can't imagine a lot of people at this level not yeah. having. An entourage or a crew or somebody. Right. Now, he wasn't staying at... When he died, he wasn't staying at his usual place. He usually... I forgot the names of the hotels, but they said he used to stay at these really fancy hotels mm. where the, the wait staff would, like, just... I don't know what Like, dote over him. Like, sure. Just treat him like a king. Yeah. But when he died, he died in the seedy... Very seedy hotel. Mm. Very bad area. He had taken, they believe, nine sleeping pills... Oh prescription sleeping pills of his girlfriend God. but they said like even like one or two could and with mixing with, with things could kill you um the, the girlfriend claims he, she didn't even know he was dead for a while you know this is oh God. based on the the police report after and he dies in his own vomit Aww. i mean now there's a lot of controversy around this one too now, okay. he does leave well 
the controversy around this thing is did he have to die? Um, the police get there real late. Yeah. They could have got there quicker. Mm-hmm. The girlfriend maybe delayed it. Maybe she didn't know what was going on. Maybe she thought he'd be okay. A lot of the you know a lot of people also said that you know the police didn't even know who he was. They thought he was just a, a junkie. Like yeah. and this gets back to your point that you made earlier. Yeah, you know, like about, oh junkie and yeah, he's black. Yeah, it's the, that time period is the CD hotel. Yeah, I'm not, we're not going to go and rush over to that part of yeah. town. You know, it's just another junkie who overdosed. Right. And and hey, there's something to say that what you know, just because you're a great guitarist doesn't give you any. Oh, you're trying to say that if people are saying if he stayed at a better hotel, he would have received better attention and quicker attention, Cor- and could have lived. Right, because I'm saying the staff was always on top of him. Right, they would have known this really right away. Right, and they would have been on top of it. Mm-hmm. They would have got the ambulance police there, and sure, he, and they would have saved his life. Yeah, because they don't want to be dying in their hotel. Exactly, that's the other yeah. thing. <laughs> right, and yeah. they were on top of him. Like right. you know, they were treating him like gold. Yeah, but also I'm also going to make the point here that the, you know just because you're Jimi Hendrix or whoever, I don't feel you deserve. You're trying to say like that's another whole other. Yeah, that's a whole other. But I'm not going to go there. But all right. So you're watching the class system play here. How money plays into it, how class money, all that. Yeah, because now at the CD hotel, he's just another junkie. Whereas at the other hotel, he's a rock star junkie. He's like the best customer. Yeah, he's he's like the the most important guest. He's a junkie because well, you've got money. Jimi Hendrix, right? Right. Now some people say he left a a suicide note behind a poem. Okay. But, uh, so this one might have actually been... Is that been... open to interpretation, though? Because he's probably writing to... all the time. It's open to interpretation. That's, yeah. That's correct. So what's Jimmy's Jimmy This Hendrix one kills colors? me okay. because when I look at him, oh, this one kills me. He's so sweet. Yeah. So he's so sweet. Like, he's such a kind person. Oh, my God. I'm getting emotional. Oh. He's like a really, really kind person. And I just get this overwhelming feeling of apology. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is what I get when somebody dies by accident. That's what I get usually in an overdose. When some I didn't mean to do that. Whoa, that was a mistake. Oops, like that. And just because oh, I talked about this on another episode, sometimes when people do this, they they have to sit there on the other side. It's just this is just what I get when people die. Sometimes like they have to sit there and they have to see like the ripple effects. And you know they're like, oh my gosh, like what I put this person through and this person through. I'm so sorry. Um, so I just get that from him. So it, it, it kills me a little. He has, he's very blue. He's blue and purple. Okay. Um, he's got a little green. So he's got a tricolor thing. The blue's real deep. I could even say indigo or something. So he's a sensitive soul. I also have a picture of him as a little kid. I mean, this like absolutely kills me because he is such a sweet baby and so joyful and, and music and was probably his escape. I mean, he was probably some sort of a genius, like a completely unrecognized genius, very old soul, old for his years, trying to constantly. And I just get from his childhood picture, um, probably a lot of transients. So a lot of like moving around different homes, like not as bad. So he had to go in, in himself a lot to find any sort of stability or, or, and I feel like a sibling around him, like a. I do feel a sibling around him that was close. Anyways, but I feel like with him, he probably just never got over all the horrific things that happened to him in his childhood. And it's just, it just, it just got too much. You know, the drugs are too good at blocking out the stuff that's too painful to deal with. And, and it just was a cycle. And it's, it's just, this is a shame. This just feels like a shame to me. And just people, and those people at like the hotels and stuff who treat, you know, they're not helping anybody. You know, you're you're enabling for money. And I, I can see that just his that's what happens when you have all this money and, and then you have an addiction problem. Yeah. People are just like, Okay, yeah, whatever, just stay happy. You know, they're not they don't care about you. And nobody ever cared about him. And he got all this money and he was still that little kid that nobody cared about. Yeah. So it's amazing, like he got to this level and he got all this wealth and money and people still didn't care about him. He it and that's just like an amazing thing. Like he manifest he he wasn't able to fix it, and he tried so hard. And so that it, this one just makes me sad. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. And I, I was never – I'm not um, – I guess I wasn't a fan of his music. I mean, you know, so I don't really know a lot about his music, but I can imagine a lot of soul in there. there yeah, a lot I mean, of pain. He, like he comes out of Woodstock, you oh, know, okay. 1969's Woodstock, and he comes out – he did the Star Spangled Banner. Oh. And I was like the – he has the anthem of that time period. Wow. That's the anthem – of that counterculture time period of the seventies, and it started I think with I Hendrix. Re- okay, that the national yeah. anthem on the guitar. I feel like I've yeah, heard that on the before. Guitar, yes, you've heard it before. I'm gonna make a playlist after this, yes, like a exactly. Spotify playlist. I'm yeah. gonna put all this stuff in there so yeah. you can go. So I mean, it's like this it fame that just. Whew, 
like blows up and it's too big pressure. Yeah, there is pressure. There's something sure. to say about this pressure. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Especially, especially he's a sensitive guy. Yeah, especially with yeah being a purple. You said maybe indigo. Oh yeah. Imagine that. And now you lot. have the weight of the nation. Yeah. The Vietnam War is going okay. on. You have all this. And you just gave the anthem of the counterculture to yeah. take on Vietnam and the establishment. Wow. And, you know, you know, presidents like Johnson and those guys. Yeah. That, so, all right. Yeah. Let, that, that, that makes me sad. Yeah. That's a sad one. Yeah. When I was reading his story, it was really sad. I mean, I really kind of felt that this one didn't have, like, I mean, all of them didn't have to happen, but you really feel this. He looks one. older yeah. than 27, too. Like, I have his yeah. recent photo, fo- like, the recent photo closer to his death. I mean, he looks older. He looks older. You know, him. and I feel like that's just, his soul was older. He lived a really hard life. Okay. He, you know, ugh. All right. Let's do the, the ad when we're at, and then when we come back, we're going to do the second half of the 27 Club. There is no truer way to say I love you than by taking care of one another. That's why this year, the gift of health, it's all you need. And with Everlywell, you can find 30 plus at-home lab tests, vitamins, supplements, and more for every person on your holiday list. I've gotten so many messages from KYA listeners saying that they love to give Everlywell as a gift to the people in their life. Everlywell is a digital healthcare designed for you with personalized results and accessible tools for long-term health. With over 30 at-home lab tests and high-quality vitamins and supplements, you'll be able to find the perfect test for you or your loved one. The women's health, food sensitivity, and celiac disease screening tests are only a few of the options. Here's how it works. Everly Well ships products straight to you or your loved one with everything needed in one package. If you ordered an at-home lab test, the sample can simply be collected at home and shipped back to a certified lab in the prepaid envelope included with the test. Digital physician reviewed results are sent straight to your preferred device in just days. If you ordered vitamins and supplements, you can start adding them to your daily routine right away. It's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everlywell to support their health and wellness goals. And now you can help your loved ones do the same. I, um, I, because I had such a great experience with the food sensitivity test, I've been sending it to, to my family members and I, it's just a great starting point for them. Like it was for me to take a closer look at some things and then bring them to the doctor. And it's, it's just been eye opening. The gift of health has never been so easy to share than it is this holiday for listeners of Know Your Aura podcast. Everlywell is offering a discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash KYA. That's everlywell.com slash KYA for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash KYA. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. So let's continue on with Janice Joplin. Okay. Okay. So her death, October the 4th, 1970. Some people consider her the queen of rock and roll. Um, she actually, it's funny her, you know, I didn't know many J- Janis Joplin songs either. I mean, I, again, with all these musicians so far, I, like, I think you as well. The, the one yeah. I know the best is the doors, but, um, I, her fam- her most famous song is funny. And she was actually came out after she died. Mm. Me and Bobby McGee. She died in her, ho- her hotel room in Hollywood, Flo- uh, no, Hollywood, California had a lot of issues with heroin. So she was a big mm. heroin addict. She was also going through. Issues with her boyfriend at the time. Yeah. He wasn't treating her right. I think a lot of her music was about, you know, men not treating or people not treating her the way she should be treated. And she, what's her, what's her colors? Well, she's fascinating. Um, she's turquoise. Okay. But she's got green too. It's okay. kind of like a green coise. Green co- a green coise? Okay. Um, but a lot of turquoise, uh, you know, very imbalanced. Yeah. And, you know, looking at her older pictures, it's hard to find a picture where she doesn't seem, uh, I guess, not contained energetically. That's all I, that's like the best way I can describe it. She feels like she leaves pieces of herself all over the place, um, lets other people, she really lives in other people's space a lot. She doesn't call that energy back to her. Um, I feel like I can see where probably a lot of her music is just lamenting about things that she doesn't feel like there's closure about or, or there's places where she can feel at peace because I feel like she left parts of herself in all these places. And when you do that, you can't find peace. Um, it made for amazing music that really hits us and, and then we understand. And so in true turquoise fashion, she's healing us with her own pain and she's 
attempting to help, you know, connect to us. And I feel like that's a big thing with her. Nobody really was able to connect to her. Yeah. So in such an evaporated way, she, she was all over the place all the time. And that's how we can remind ourselves to be seen. I feel like her music saw us and I never, and I don't listen to her music either. So I think, but I can see that from her and her energy. So being such an artist, I, I got a picture of her as a little kid. Okay. I feel so bad because she's a little turquoise, little turquoise green kid. And she feels different, you know, like she feels a little different than the other kids. Like a lot of turquoise, like if you're a turquoise green, you're going to feel that way. Um, I can see her being, I mean, just not gender conforming either, uh, according to typical societal standards. I can see her being like, well, you know, I would rather wear pants than a dress or not super girly or more kind of nature vibe or, or just like, why can't I have dirty feet? Like, what's the big deal? You know, just kind of doing things that society would make fun of or not call ladylike, especially at the age that she was raised in that generation. I can just see it all really affecting her and her not taking her the pieces of herself back from all those times too. So yeah, it's a shame what happened to her. I can, you know, I think drugs for her were you know, available and yeah. a way to shut out all that noise. Okay. And it's interesting the way she died. seems a little turquoisey here. Oh, uh, you know, again, drugs in the system, of course. Yeah. Um, basically, you know, they said that she, uh, she had dropped a pack of cigarettes. She went to pick, the pack of cigarettes up oh, off no. the floor, hit her, smacked her head on a table. Yeah. And they found her dead the next yeah, day. Yeah, I can see that too. I should have said that too because like I get this five, like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I'll get that with yeah. somebody. Like, what? A-. But she has kind of like a whatever vibe too. Like, whatever, you know. <laughs> she feels like a real, even though her music isn't probably chill, she does feel like a very like chill person. Like, what? A-. I can also, zero going from zero to 60 sometimes and being whoa like where'd that come from but if you know a turquoise person that's kind of normal for them um they'd be like absolutely like zoned out and the next minute they're like are you like where'd that come from like where is that so you know with her she kind of gave me you know what i see with her and it's related to the turquoise aura thing it's kind of like if you were able to put (laughs) microphones in a thousand different rooms where people are talking about you and you have it in your head all the time, all that noise, all the time. That's what I feel like she lived like. Okay. And that, yeah, that makes sense about what I was reading about her. And I think like if she, if we, if she lived in like the TikTok, you know, Instagram era, yeah. like all the trolls would have been on her. Ugh. Like they would have been on top of her, yeah. you know, crushing her soul. Yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? Does that yes. make sense? Like yes. what you just said. She's makes sense about what like I read about her. Easy to make fun of. Yeah, like she would have gotten which is terrible. killed on yeah. social media because she's so vulnerable. And you know what? She also cares. Yeah, she cares. Yeah. Um. And and when there's something about when somebody cares, it triggers insecurities and trollish people because they're like, "Well, man, I care. I better attack my projected issues onto her because yeah. I care too." So when somebody else cares, I'm gonna I'm gonna make them suffer for it because I can't fix that in myself. So yeah, that's awful. So that's, she, yeah, she would have had she, a. That's really terrible. She would have had a tough go at it. Oh, if, Janice. If, you know, if she was big in this time. Yeah. Oh. All right. So the turquoise aura. All right. So the last of the club, and this, and this is kind of solidifies the club. July third, nineteen seventy one. Remember Brian Jones, July third, nineteen sixty nine. Woodstock was in between that. All the was going on, and Jim Morrison is considered the one to solidify it. You know, his girlfriend dies at the same age as well. Oh wow! Again, there's always some significant other involved. Jim Morrison, singer, songwriter, had uh, lead singer of the Doors, the band the Doors. Alcohol abuse, you know, the whole way through. Yeah, constant alcohol. That was his biggest thing. Was the alcohol. Uh, he dies in Paris, and a lot, there was a lot going on in his life at the time. And well, I'll get, you tell me his colors first, and then we'll get into it a little bit. Oh, uh, well, he's green and purple. Okay. Um, I mean, green purples are always very, especially in the artistic realms, like extremely energetic, engaging, charismatic, some sort of allure. He's got like a cult vibe. He's got kind of like that guru green thing going on. Well, they did call it the cult of Jim Morrison. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because people want to be in his presence. He's got kind of like a heavenly vibration. Um, Even like in his, 
in his picture, you know, like I said, with medium, like just connecting to it, there, he's bigger than himself. Like there's an ideal around him or something. Kind of, it almost feels like a religious figure to me. That's what he feels like to me. And a lot of himself was put into his messages and it feels like to me, he's, um, he lives through a lot of that. So he yeah. feels like talking to him, you'd be like, just, oh my God, yes. Everything you say, everything you okay. say is true. Let me follow you. Let me, let me do what you say. Yes. Anything, anything, anything. And people want to be around that. Yes. So he gives okay. me like yeah. chills. Yeah. You're freaking me Like out. all the empaths would be like, yeah. okay, yeah. what do you want me to be? And I'll be that. Like, yes. cause, and, and he's like handsome too. So that yeah. there's that. And he makes this amazing music. And okay. yeah, you, I mean, and I know you. Didn't know this going in. I know who the doors were. Yeah, you were. Because, like, growing in high school, like, a lot of, you know, the kids were into that. But I never was. No, no, you got... And actually, you kind of blowing my mind here a little bit, because I know you don't know this stuff. Um, Yes, he... He he was, like, a cult leader. Um, Oh, wow. The band didn't particularly like him, because they felt (laughs) he put those ideals above the music. Yeah. But he also made the band himself, because he was probably... I mean, I, I don't even want to say this, but I think he was responsible for most of the the, the cool lyrics of the Doors. But again, okay. I, I don't, I can't say that. But you don't know for sure. Yeah, I don't know for sure, and right. I don't want to take it away from anyone else who was in the band. I, you know, I would feel terrible about that. Yeah. Um. But he he did at, at concerts. He got the the concert he got most in trouble with is he encouraged the the people to rise up and riot at a concert in Miami. Oh. And he, you know, he played a game of Jumanji there too. Oh, okay. Yeah, with, you know, exposed himself, <laughs> right. blah, blah, blah. And he got into huge legal trouble for doing these things, like exposing himself and yeah. he would incite riots and tell people to rise up. Like and a blah, new like world a cult, order like, thing. Like a yeah. cult order, right. And again, we, we know the time period, as we already said. So he, he actually was convicted. Oh, really? He actually was convicted of playing Jumanji in public. Oh, really? So, yeah. Did he go to jail or anything? Um, well, then he, he's going to – he dies. Oh, okay. I, th- I think – well, then he went to Paris. So I don't know. He like, served. All right. yeah, it was kind of fishy after that. I don't so. know how people live like that. But like, the band was always – yeah, the band was always upset with him because he would push that envelope. I think even on one of the big – can't remember. I think on and this I'm just doing off the cuff. I think it was one of the Tonight Shows or something. They had the doors on, and I'm remembering this back from like the documentary. And I think they they cursed or something, or they said something about being high, like my fire or something. Okay, like being high in the network, like freaked out. Yeah, it's a funny time to be like that too. Yeah, and everyone's everyone, so buttoned yeah, up. Yeah, the, <laughs> whatever channel it was on, they just all freaked out. And then all the other major networks like canceled them. They were they basically they were canceled. The yeah. doors got canceled okay. by by the uh, the like they couldn't be on like real TV anymore. Yeah, exactly or that kind and of the thing. band was like you know always like you you know you're we could be huge here and you're knocking I us know. down. You're yeah. knocking us down now. You're in these legal issues. We got to pay your legal bills. It was a mess. So he's got the Guru Green thing That's, going on. So he wants he, it's yeah. more interesting for him to have followers yeah. than fans. Yeah, you know he wants followers. There's a difference. Yes, um, he wants followers. Yes. He wants people. He would have. Yeah. I have a picture of him as a little kid too. Like if I, he kind of concerns me as a child as well. (laughs) He feels like a very uh, intelligent, but in that way where you're like, what are you thinking? What, like, what are you, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Like that, uh, he would make me a little nervous. Like I can see him probably in typical green kid fashion, not paying attention to things that aren't interesting to him and being an artistic kid too. So kind of going into his own worlds a lot. Mm. And, and, I don't know what this means, but I almost feel like the drug states he would get into would match more accurately how he wanted to view the world or something. Was he doing psychedelics and stuff too? Yeah. I mean, okay. oh yeah, all these guys. Because it's a lot of psychedelic vibes with him. Okay. Okay. All right. So interesting. He, he dies in the bathtub. So obviously, you know, playing Jumanji, dying in the bathtub, he would have been a KYA listener <laughs> if he was still around. But <laughs> Dark. <laughs> yeah. Dark well, Scott. 40% of people listen in the tub or shower. But anyway... Again, there was no autopsy in uh, Paris at that time. You didn't need, I don't know if it's still today, but you didn't need to have an autopsy. So they never knew exactly how he died. It's hard for me to imagine. He doesn't have the oops vibe or the overdose vibe, or he doesn't really have like that. Right. So it's kind of similar. It's interesting because he died on the same day you said as Brian Jones. Like, yes, yes. And and he's got the same kind of. He's not blaming anyone else, but it's almost kind of a feeling like he didn't. He's, yeah, something weird happened. It feels fishy yeah, to me. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, again, it's just kind of like the Brian Jones thing. And that's interesting because we're both July 3rd. Yeah. There's our numbers And they both have, on. like, a fishy death. Like, yes. that feels very fishy to me. And it's hard for me to connect to him. 
I have to say that he feels more of an enigma to me Mm -hmm. than a person. So I don't know what that means. Um, it'd be much easier if I had like a family member here or something that I could really connect, but he feels more of an enigma to me than a person. And he's even like shushing kind of me a little bit away from him personally and wanting to me, me to talk more about his vibe or his, his feelings or his, his kind of like observations about life or his reality, which I feel like he was probably like that in life. Like if somebody was talking about something he didn't want to talk about, he'd dismiss it. Yeah. And probably be like, no, let's, we're going to talk about this instead, like yeah. that. But there's something weird about his death. And yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, can't put my finger on it, but it feels weird. Yeah, everything, I mean, people said from heart failure, could be a heroin overdose, all, the, all these things. Yeah, that's, that's weird. Cause, I mean, with the green purple and being like this cult leader. Yeah. And, right, why would he, you know, 1971, why would, it's the heart of it. Like, it why doesn't would he, even, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it feels like he had too much to do and yeah and again just like brian jones the drugs are kind of like eh, as part of it and i'm sure he was addicted yeah but i don't know it doesn't it doesn't feel the same to me it doesn't feel right right because like all the other three you can make okay all right janice Joplin, bang her I, head, yeah right? i get it brian jones yeah. maybe was murdered jimmy okay that could be the one where yeah you i know, get overdose yeah, yeah. Sad. but this one seems very strange it's weird People but he was odd yeah, he was real. Odd. You know, so his energy's odd. Yeah. So the whole thing's, you know, he's different. All right, so th- he lives yeah. up to it. He's kind of that's kind of crazy. Okay. Okay. All right, so that that's the I get why people the, I get why people still are into him. I get that. Yeah. yeah. I I'm it's kind of weird <laughs> because I've been listening to the Doors all like, you know, prepping you for have this episode been. and I've been singing like people are strange and he is. all these There's songs. Yeah. Like, about there, it, it sucks you in. Yeah. They're not I, like, I get it now. And like when I'm listening to them, I'm like, I'm like, they're not great songs, but they're really good songs. <laughs> You're like, why do I like this so much? Like, yeah, I was like, why do I like People Are Strange? It's like mm. he almost captured that, like, of being, I, yeah. it's really weird. Yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying. And actually, this one I connected to the most so far okay. of, of the three, of the, of the four that we've done. Sorry. All right. Very, very, yeah. Really, it's, it's really cool. It's kind of like when I got really into well, the Mothman, I'm getting really into Jim, Jim Mor- Morrison, Morrison right now. They live in their, and en- like their music definitely carries their vibe and their energy and their yeah. message. So sometimes with these artists, and that's why I think if you are an artist, put yourself in what you do. Cause it, it's a way people still channel you even after you're gone. It's yeah. something like I, when somebody listens, like you can, I don't know. It makes it, yeah, it's a, it's a deeper, more profound connection. All right. All right, now let's fast forward to Kurt Cobain. Okay. Was the lead singer of Nirvana, died on April the 5th, 1994. And now here's, okay, so you had the club, and now it's like, okay, now are there going to be copycats, you know, or, you know, people knew about this now. What's going on? Now, it's Kurt Cobain's mother that was quoted as saying, now he's gone and joined that stupid club. I told him not to join that stupid club. Okay, now she, again, it wasn't called the 27 Club at that time of that quote. Mm-hmm. So a lot, there's two trains of thought here. Some people think she was talking about joining Jim Morrison and that crew. Other people think she was referring to, he had two uncles that had both uh, as well. Uh, died by suicide. Died by suicide. Mm-hmm. So she, nobody knows. Nobody, but it, this is where it takes hold. This is where the sensationalism that we feel now of the 27 Club mm-hmm. comes to life. Okay. Because... Again, she's saying, don't join that club. Was it Jim Morrison and crew or was it the two uncles? I don't know. Um, this is where I get – to me, this is where it starts to feel more, you know. You're, you're saying like society steps in and yeah, sensationalizes and sensationalizes it. sensationalizes it now. Okay. Right. You feel and, like like with the death, it got kind of sensationalized yeah. and people – With the four, we, you know, I can make a case. All right, yeah. It's kind yeah, of the same time period. And now it's like, okay, Kurt Cobain, this is, you know – we all know how he died. I think he shot himself. In, you know, he shot himself in the head. He had okay. attempted suicides beforehand. Mm-hmm. There was a note. Um, very tough childhood. Yeah. Um, you know, heroin use, drug use. Yeah. Um, and there was. Let's do his colors because he's got a very. You told me he's got a very interesting aura. Well, he's yellow purple, which is. I mean, listen, I'll see a lot of yellow purple boys, but not a lot of yellow purple adult men. Usually they shed it or move it just because society will, especially that combination will, I don't know, call it feminine, you know, they'll say it's feminine. So he, to me feels like, and on top of that, and this is where I'm not a therapist or professional at all, but he doesn't feel well. 
So on top of that, there does feel like there is some mental issues at play, some chemical stuff that he could have used probably help with a lot earlier on. Um, uh, when I look at him, I feel like he is hiding himself a lot. Mm. I get him hiding himself. I get him not liking to be seen. I get a perfectionist attitude. I, wor- I worry about his perfectionism with his own body, too. There's like a stress with that. Um, and I get him... He does feel like looking at him as a kid. It's actually easier to read him as a kid because there's no drugs in okay. the aura. Okay, go for it. So I'll just look at him as a child. He's yellow, purple, sweet boy. Like just very sweet. He feels like he's got a very active imagination. I, I could even say possibly he was connecting at spirit at a very young age too, by the way. And maybe, you know, maybe nobody told him. Like a lot of kids do this and they're scared of it or something. So I don't know what those stories are, but he feels to me like he is a little nervous and stressed and he doesn't feel stable. And I get him not feel, there's something with him being a boy that feels weird too. I don't know if he had like, um, I know he was married, but I don't know if he had some, like he was more on a spectrum possibly. In terms of sexuality, you mean? Yeah. Sexual preference possibly or something. Yeah. I mean, he was a huge, they were huge supporters of the uh, what now we call the lbgq yeah. community yeah at that time yeah so and that was early of, yeah ahead of his time for that right um yeah i think he even had some quotes about saying that he would be with men or right. was fluid for him i think it's fluid for, Flu- him. for him yeah and i can see that because i mean I, just personally i feel like it is a spectrum of fluidity with preference just yeah. very shaped by cultural standards and norms and like what you can deal with what you can't he just feels like he was very more flowy yeah and and then he felt bad about it too so yeah. like like covering it up being himself covering it up being himself covering it up being himself and then like drugs get involved and then there's probably like some chemical stuff so i feel so with him yeah it feels like it's, it's like a terrible tale of addiction yeah. um with him and, and it makes me sad i mean he's such a he was I mean, I was, I love Nirvana. Like, obviously I'm a child of I mean, that time. The number one song <laughs> yeah. of that time. Yeah. yeah. So, but he feels like he was all in it. Like any performance he gave, if that was the last one, that was the last one. Like live for today, not for tomorrow. Like he feels extremely self-destructive because there's some core of not liking himself, not feeling worthy, not feeling like he's deserving to be loved. Yeah. And then that makes me wonder, like, what happened to you as a kid? Does somebody hurt you? Because I get something like with that too, like a brokenness, like hurt. Yeah. And the thing is, he did the, he did this all on his own. The, wow. There was no fanfare with this. Meaning like he actually, he was, I think he was in a hospital at the time. He left it. He, he, they still found him with his armband from the hospital on mm. when he died. He did this alone. There you was, mean? It, yeah, yeah. Like meaning like he didn't make any, this was like something that he he just went off and nobody yeah. even knew where he was. Um, I think the last guy that talked to him was a, like one of the band members of uh, Guns N' Roses. That's sad. Um, that's really, and, and really sad. Just ha- like they weren't even friends. They were just having, having to run into each other. That's the last thing. They, they actually found him on your, on your birthday at April 8th. Oh, wow. He died April 5th. They found him a few days later. So nobody even knew that, you know, it's. He was, I feel, he was really yeah. ill and in pain and yeah. mental there was anguish. A note. He, did, he did leave a note, which is interesting. And he left a note to a, I think a child, uh, childhood imaginary friend. Yeah, I feel like he was talking to yeah. things at an early yeah. age, yeah, that which would, that makes can mess with you a bit. And also, if there's chemical imbalances, it can it can screw up the veil. But we're looking at his picture is like his most recent one to death. I mean, there's so much drug. There's so many drugs in there. There's yeah. so much tinge of addiction in his energy. There's so yeah. much like mental mental issues. This is when I get somebody who's died by suicide. It feels like. It was too hard to live. Okay. It really was. And if w- any of us were in his brain, we'd get it. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Okay. Like it was just torture for yeah, him the, to be the, him. The pressure was just It was just insurmountable. It was just torture for him to be him. Yeah. And I don't know if like we're <laughs> some of us are given so much talent, but n- but there's a balance. Like, it has to be uh, something has to go. Yeah. If you're he was so enormously talented, yeah. but there's nothing left to manage it. And and nobody was there for him to do that. Yeah. So it's kind of like Jimi Hendrix in a way too. Like so much talent. Yeah. It's like so much talent, but nowhere, nothing yeah. left to manage it. Right. There's no balance, yeah. and that that's and, really and this sad. is for this is the first one where it's a, this is a clear cut case because if you're taking yeah. a shotgun, 
to your head. Yes, yes. You know, with the Hendrix, you can make a case he thought he was going to wake up the next day. You, you know, we don't no, know. No, no. Yeah, this is... He was suffering. This is it. He yeah. suffered. Okay. Now, that's really sad. Yeah. Ugh. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, we'll do one last one, and then we'll wrap it up. All right, so the last one is Amy Winehouse. She died on July 23rd, 2011. Uh, again, substance abuse, her uh, addiction of choice was alcohol. Um, she was a huge Grammy Award winner. Yeah. Uh, everyone knew the song at the time, Rehab. Yeah, that's right. Go, Got to go to rehab, whatever. Mm-hmm. Even I knew that song at the time. <laughs> if I knew the song, it was huge. Um, it's funny, Keith Richards, you know, of the band Rolling Stones, uh, quoted saying to her, you know, uh, she won't be around long if her behaviors don't change. So he obviously wow. knew, you know, kind of maybe that was a nod yeah, they, to Brian Jones, but they see, they see, the, they see it. Well, also when you're in that industry, you're like, oh no, yeah. that one's, yeah. that one's in deep. Yeah. yeah. And the guy from the, um, Guns N' Roses has the same thing to, about Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah. You can tell when they're in deep. Yeah. Yeah. So again, this is alcohol abuse, vodka. I think vodka was what did her in, mm-hmm. probably, you know, drugs in the system too. But, you know, sick of the career. She, a lot of people, you know, she, but she was, she's, well, what colors is she? She's very purple. Very purple. I mean, you know. It's like super duper purple. I mean, it's like a self-destructive, yeah. too much of one energy color, hot mess. I mean, it's like. And this is another one, like, I can't look at her pictures of Close to 27 without just, it's, I'm reading addiction. So it's like hard to even see her through it. Sometimes when I see somebody with so much addiction around them, it's like, you can't, it's just, that's what I see. Like, you're not dealing with the person anymore. You're dealing with their ego projection. That's just because of their addiction. Like you're, you're talking to the addiction, not them. So I see that a lot on her. So it's really sad. Again, though, similar to Kurt Cobain, I feel like uh, there's something mentally uh, there's a, there, I, again, not a professional, but I feel mental illness off of her. So it's another case where it's like failed by the system. Um, and just, or just, she didn't get the right diagnoses or people didn't know what to do with her. She also feels like kind of difficult to deal with. <laughs> so I can see her being very stubborn and very creative and her ways of getting out of things, a little manipulative and whatnot, but delightfully talented. So I can see her being somebody even if you loved her, you lived with her, your family member to her or something, it's like when she performs, she's the most healthy. Almost like that. Mm-hmm. Like It's almost like releasing it. Like when she releases it, it's good. When she's on stage, that's her. Like So you don't want to stop. That's like her lifeblood. Like you don't want her to stop doing that. But at the same time, just everything else, like the way that it comes together is just so self-destructive. And I feel like she had just that bug in her of self-destruction like it just ate her it ate her so anyway she's blue too but honestly she's just mostly purple i have a picture of her as a kid yeah too and i mean honestly this feels like there was something undiagnosed in her okay and and again i'm not i hate i'm not a professional i hate diagnosing people it's just it's just energy waves i get off people it's like oh it's like not their fault like something happened like okay. the brain didn't work right yeah. or something. I mean, I, I, and I, I don't know this 100% for sure, but I think of all the people we've talked about, she might have had the most stable childhood. Did she? Okay. I think one, of, one yeah. of the most stable. Looking at her, she feels like, I don't know, like they, it was no, and she feels like a savant too. Like okay. you knew from the like this kid is gonna, going somewhere. Like yeah. she's got yeah. talent, like real talent. That That's what I look at. It. And, and also just looking at her picture, nobody made her do this stuff. I feel like she wanted to perform. She wanted mm-hmm. to get out there. Like, you know, if you're a parent, you there's some kids that are never going to get on stage. And there's some kids that are like, well, that put me on stage, you know? And I feel like she was like one of those kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like she wanted to do it. So it feels like a fast moving train going like <laughs> hundreds wow. of miles an hour and you just cannot stop it. That's what she feels like to okay. me. Oh, right. wow. yeah. Burn bright. 
You were really excited about doing this. And speaking of anomalies, while you were doing the research for the 27 Club, you were telling me about a historical anomaly that interested you. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, when I was doing the research for for this episode, you know, another thing kind of came back into my head. You know, I used to be a U.S. history teacher. And I kept thinking, wait a second, what what was that thing again? Oh, yeah, the presidents. The so this is crazy. I, I think this is totally nuts. I, I always thought when I taught this, it was so fun to teach. Okay. Out of our first five presidents, right? You know, George Washington's number one, John Adams is number two, Jefferson three, right? Out of the first five, four of them, I'm oh, sorry, three of them died on July 4th. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Pretty crazy. So Jefferson and Adams... Now, Jefferson, we know, wrote the Declaration of Independence. Okay. Adams was his, you know, was asked to write the Declaration as well, you know, lent some support to it. They kind of like knew each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they had like this love-hate thing going on. They, they liked each other. Didn't I like saw each Hamilton, other. so I know all about this. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Were they in, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. That I don't was me being sarcastic. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, saying, like, that, I have uh, no idea what you're talking yeah. about except for like Hamilton. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> the revolutionary period and the time after comes down to Hamilton. All right, okay. the, the Broadway play. But any, anyway, um, the two of them both died on the same day. Oh. And believe it or not, the day was July 4th. So they both died on July 4th? They both died on July 4th, our Independence Day, the day that Jefferson wrote the Declaration. Okay. 1826. Oh, they died in the same year and too? the same year, yeah. So you're saying year. they died on the same day and the same year. Did they live near each other? No. Um, Adams was from... Massachusetts, I believe he died in Massachusetts, okay. and Jefferson was Virginia. So. And if I were teaching, I would have to remind students, yes. there was no social media back then yes. or news. Like, seriously, <laughs> no, you correct. have to yeah. tell kids that. Yeah. Because, like, it's so ingrained in them. It's like, yeah. oh, it must have been a crazy news day. It's right. like, not, I know it took right. a couple days, right? Yeah. So my point is, like, they didn't know each other had died. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, actually, it was really kind of funny because Adams, you know, he was on his deathbed, and basically he was angry about one thing, one last thing. You know, not the British or anything like that. It was that Jefferson was going to outlive him. And Adams was older than him. I think he was, oh, about, I think he was around 90 and Jefferson <laughs> was in the 80s. But right. Adams said, you know, the one thing I, you know, worry about death is that Jefferson still will be on, That's the, what you know, he says on, on his, the earth. Yeah, on something death like bed? that. Yeah, That's something funny. like that. Well, I'm dead. Which is actually kind of funny because what he didn't know, like you said, there's no social media at that right. time. You know. Jefferson, you're saying Jefferson it actually died, died before him. Died. All right, so that is very coincidental. Yeah. Just for people that aren't historical nerds and like really yeah. excited about it like you are right now. Yeah. So it's, Oh yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm thinking you're like, wow, things. it's so cool. Yeah. And then you're then another one did too. And right, and then the <laughs> Yeah, then Monroe, the fifth president of the United States, died as well on July fourth. Now not the same year, eighteen thirty one. Mm-hmm. Uh but nonetheless, three out of the first five U.S. presidents died on our Independence Day. I mean, is that a coincidence? Like, what is that? Then you wonder, like, yeah. it, did they have it in their minds? Right, or, right. Or what? You know, with this, it's a 27 Club. With this, I'm sure there's a lot of these. Yeah. You wonder if there's, like, just a big spreadsheet in the universe. <laughs> and, and there's just right. a pattern. And we're all in it. And we notice it every once in a while. We're like, that's so weird. But it, if you may, mathematically... Like beautiful mind style, like it would make sense or something. You ever wonder that? <laughs> no, it is, I mean it is. It's definitely fascinating. That's why I think like numerology has. That's why I believe in it. Like I feel so strongly about it. I feel like we're we're hitting something there. Like there's some right. sort of pattern or something. But but then I think about it too with animals. You know, how do they always know to migrate? Like today's the day we're migrating. You know, how do they? There's these forces and these poles and these collective consciousness vibrations that are sent out of course we're open to them too we might just not understand that we are yeah i mean i mean that definitely could make sense i i again i go back to my logic and i looked into i'm like all right let me see was any other president like just taking the president's bed again for a second okay did any other president die on july 4th did they no they did not i went through all the presidents none other died on july 4th it was just those three out of the first five you know then i said like well what if i look at you know musicians who died at 26, mm-hmm. or if I look at musicians died at 31, right? Out of that 27, 30 were Saturn returns time period. We'll call <laughs> right, it. right. You know, would I find <laughs> the list to be exactly the same amount? Would it be within like, you know, a couple points, you know, like would it be 95 people died versus a hundred, mm-hmm. you know, like, so 
I mean, I can keep. I, I mean, I love this topic, and I could probably do this. Yeah, because there's a for, longer forever. list to the Twenty Seven oh, yeah, Club, by the, the way. Yeah, and that, I did mention that earlier. Yes, that, you did. Yeah, there's this huge list, right? That it just gets this notoriety after from Brian Jones to Jim Morrison. Yeah, but that again, that it was the time period, and right. they all kind of fit in there. Oh, we and, all and, every episode we we witness your struggle. I know it's a struggle. And it's your, it's your struggle between like logic and the paranormal. But what if Scott? Yes. <laughs> and to everyone listening, what if we just let go of the struggle? What if two things can be true? What if there can be a logical? Like it could be a coincidence, and also it's weird, and it could be something more than what we're able to explain. What if it's both? You know what? I'm open to that. I've come a long way <laughs> in my spiritual journey. You're always struggling. Because, like, yeah, I mean, like, and that's the question I get asked the most. Like, because like, I'll, in one sentence, I'll say, yeah, I, I've seen a good, like, I've heard ghosts, or, you know, I've witnessed a ghost. Yeah, you, I, like, legit, you will yeah. die on the hill. Yeah. You know what I'm about to say? I think so. That the cat spoke to you yes. and was plotting your death. Exactly. One of our, oh, and, we told that story a long time ago. Yeah. And I will die on my hill that the Joseph, the, house, the ghost from the real house, choked me. Right. And but then in the same sentence, I'll say, you know, I'm not a believer. So it's, <laughs> right. so it's, a, it's like it's very strange. Yeah, it, it's your struggle. It's a struggle. I'm I, every day I get closer and closer to being that 100 percent. Maybe believer. you are the struggle. I feel like I'm in the 75. We like you in the struggle. Yeah, That's a, good. You're like the other struggle. side of it. You keep us grounded. It's but, okay. Yeah, but I will say one thing. You know, mm. after doing this, I'm not taking any chances when Bree. <laughs> turns 27 and when abby turns 27 obviously years apart right they are they're gonna be in lockdown yeah they're, they're in lockdown, lockdown during lockdown. their saturn returns yes i think that that's important to understand um, we need to come up with a plan do, do I, have, have, I have a plan oh you have one? Oh, good yes i've been okay. thinking about this since researching the whole saturn return thing <laughs> okay. um because 27 seems to be a hard time for a lot of people if you went through it think back if you're approaching it you'll be okay look for good advice but i feel like we just okay so i'm gonna have two rooms that's always for them so okay. they can move home because i feel like a lot of people like move home during that time all right and then i'm going to have the foster cat sanctuary that you will finally agree to because it'll give the children purpose during maybe their sad and return year okay so what you're saying <laughs> is we're gonna brian jones this move out to like a farm <laughs> right we're gonna have like a huge yeah like, barn is he, are these outdoor well, cats? No. 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 They're, they're foster kitties. Basement. Whatever. Okay. There's got to be a, a nice setup. And where we can take them in and, and every, you know, the, the children have purpose. Okay. Because being a cat lady solves it. So this is what you're telling me. <laughs> is my future, what I have to look forward to, is a bunch of cats. You love the cats. Running around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we already have three. <laughs> I'm looking for more than three. Right. And they're going to be just running around well, somewhere in a farm well, in North Carolina. Exactly. All right. All right. So All that's right. my plan for them. Do you have a plan? You don't really have a plan. I was just going to like lock them up. <laughs> yeah. See, this is better okay. <laughs> than that. Like, you like feed them through like a little like hole in the door. No. <laughs> this is better. But then they're free. You know, after 30, they're out. They're like, you're good. You're good. Go. Go. Saturn returns over. Yeah. Go exactly. find Saturn yourself. Saturn is over. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. All right. So if you're listening to this now, I already did this. Unless my purple took over. But I'm pretty sure I already did this. Um, I made a Spotify playlist for the people that we talked about today. The 27 Club members we, t- we spoke about today. Um, I am the Mystic Michaela on Spotify. I am not verified or special in any way over there. So you just have to find me. Also, I have, like, on my playlist there, you'll see a bunch of aura color playlists, too. So you'll know it's me by all the aura color, like MMSF, red aura, MMSF, turquoise aura playlist. So you'll see that there, uh, too. And I'll link it in my stories, and I'll put it on the Mystic Michaela spiritual family page so you can kind of listen to the playlist. Because you're probably all into it if you yeah. listen to this I, far the way we are now. So I'm ready for yeah, it. It's got to have a lot of door songs on it. Well, I, yeah. Yeah, I've been singing door songs all week, so. All right, we'll yeah. put, we'll put like, a, a good little mix, mix on there. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. All right. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. You know, this podcast is for you and about you, and we love you. So take care.